welcome. Happy, uh, these come out Monday or Tuesday? Monday. Okay. <laughs> Happy Monday. <laughs> I couldn't remember. Well, things. <laughs> I'm only halfway through my chai, that's why. <laughs> Drink. Chug it. <laughs> Just have a heart attack on air. That would get ratings up, I'm sure. Woman has heart attack live on podcast. <laughs> That'd be so funny. <laughs> Not you having a heart attack. If we went viral because of it, I'd be like, wow, imagine this is why we go viral. <laughs> I'll do anything. I'll make, I'll do anything. I'll put my body through anything. Oh my God. Okay. Welcome to Amazon. Is that Animal Crossing Journal or do you just have stickers? It is an Animal Crossing Journal, bitch. Look at that shit. I know. Hey. Oh my I God. I got, I got it at Target a couple days ago and I'm putting a lot of sex stuff in it, you know, as one does, which I just think is great. You have to go get one now. Uh, I'm also doing like, my, doing my stats in it every day too, just because I don't do that. And I feel like that's kind of something that I want to start keeping track of more. Uh, mm. I've been doing mine weekly and it's really cool to compare. Nice. Yeah. Maybe I'll do it weekly because daily is a lot. I feel like, yeah. And I, well, I can't ever remember to keep like a normal ass journal or planner or anything. So, like, yeah. I buy them. They, there's like a graveyard in my room, but I don't ever use them. Same. I'm obsessed with planners, notebooks, journals, all that good stuff. Yeah. But I've gotten a lot better at it. As long as I just tell myself to do it every Sunday, I'm like, Sunday is my journal day. As long as I just like catch up on the week of things, we're good. <laughs> That's a good way to look at it. So it's like less, like, you know, it's more manageable. I like that. Nice. Well, welcome to Amateur Spice, everyone. Hi. Yeah, hi. Welcome uh, to our podcast. Uh, our I'm podcast. Nixie. I'm Eve. Uh, thank you for listening. If uh, this is the first time you're listening, uh, we definitely have other episodes maybe you should listen to first, or you can listen to this one first. Doesn't really matter. But uh, thank you either way. Talking about some spicy stuff today, both in the world of like just sex in general and sex work. We're talking fetishes and kinks, which is Yay. kind of fun. Yeah. Um, neither of us are necessarily, I mean, me, I guess me more than you, because you you do some <laughs> some some stuff on your page. Um, yeah. Neither of us are necessarily like it's in our page. There are definitely models who might specialize a little more with certain fetishes and kinks but it's not you know like foreign to us we you know have to deal with that for work sometimes um mm-hmm. and and in play too you know everyone has a fetish or a kink regardless of if you're in sex work or not for the most part it's a natural human thing mm-hmm. so we're just gonna talk about it today it should be more normal yeah. you know yeah yeah, this might be more of just like an overarching, like super broad episode, because I think it'd be really cool to get models in here that specialize in these type of fetishes or kinks to like talk about more. So this is just like an overarching kinks and fetishes that are out there, maybe a little bit about them and stuff like that. And I think yeah. it'll be cool. <laughs> and if you're a model listening who does specialize in something specific and you want to talk about it a little more, just hit us up and we'd love to have you on one day literally dm us we have an instagram or we have our own personal socials we'll share all that at the end we also have an email and there's a form but it's all in the description too (laughs) so many ways you can hit us up yeah yeah exactly (laughs) truly there are okay i just still have the like the wikipedia list of fetishes up on my phone um i always have my notes like right next to us the zoom screen on my computer (laughs) man there are a lot of them there are. 
I remember one time in college, me and my friends just like were reading this out loud to each other before I like really was very knowledgeable sexually and just being like, oh my God, what the hell? And now some of these I fully have. <laughs> you fully have, or you have done them for a custom for someone and you're just like, whatever. It's just yeah. life. Um, so I guess I'll start with like the difference between kink and fetish. So the biggest thing is kink is usually like a fantasy or just something you like to do. Whereas a fetish is something that like needs to happen for you to be sexually satisfied or like, like some sort of scenario, whatever. We'll talk about different fetishes, but it's like a fetish is like more prominent to what you need to be satisfied. Yeah. And I, our fetishes more, more normally like not ob- I guess object related sometimes I feel like is more common and everything like you hear about that more but they can like be anything at all you know that's like the thing about just sex in general is that like sex looks different to everyone so like mm-hmm. you too I guess but yeah, yeah. and kink yeah so yeah you need so like with a fetish like you said you need to come like you need like you need the thing to yeah for a fetish right okay yeah whereas kink is just like sometimes maybe you do it during sex and sometimes you don't like you don't need it to feel satisfied and fulfilled did Um, you you looked up the history because I'm very interested in that because I didn't look it up yeah I did so a lot of kink and like just fetish in general um I kind of looked at it a lot just because it is it's pride month um I looked at it you know, something we should be talking about. We're both queer women too. Um, Mm -hmm. It's really tied to LGBTQ history, just, you know, the history of sex in general and everything, you know, it's, they've existed forever. There have been different types and different types of societies and everything. Um, Kink was really popular in like Greece and in Rome. I I read like online yesterday. Um, That was like a really big part of like, there were a lot of like group sex parties and stuff, you know, that was like a really big deal. Um, So yeah, it's just like existed forever. It's been this thing that has been kind of in some parts of history, more in the spotlight in the world we live in now. I think kink is kind of still like this taboo thing to some people that like, they don't really understand that it's just like what you enjoy. And I think Mm -hmm. that like kink can kind of be organized into not different umbrellas, but there's some kink that like people think about is like true kink, like BDSM, um, is something that like, I think really comes to mind for people. Um, and that's like kind of like a big community within just like sexual liberation and, you know, people who are like openly sexually active and everything. And, um, it kind of ties back to like the LGBTQ movement in the sense that like during, you know, Stonewall, like pre Stonewall and post Stonewall, um, they're like the ways that, uh, queer people and people interested in these kinks and stuff met were really similar. So those like pools kind of came together a lot. And like, you're already kind of just exploring something completely different when you're not completely different, but you're finding out new things about yourself when you're like experimenting sexually and figuring those things out. And like, that kind of opens the door a lot for people to experiment with kink more. I think like, I know for, for certain when I like kind of first started to realize that like a cis mono, hetero like for the rest of my life sexual relationship wasn't necessarily what I wanted that was when like I started to kind of like experiment more with that like in my head and in general and um I just think that like 
that's kind of like a big part of the history of kink is like finding out who you are. And like, it's not even just like, it is about sex, but it's kind of just about being comfortable with yourself in an environment where you feel really safe and good and just like being true to yourself and everything. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, Yeah. A lot of, that was one of the things I put under kink, like for examples of kink, everyone I feel like thinks of BDSM, but like BDSM, like doesn't always have to be like penetrative sex. Yeah, exactly. Like there's a lot of different elements to it and I can go into that a little bit more later, but yeah, kind of what you said, it's just like all about what you like and what you are comfortable with and things you want to try. Um, my God, I feel like I've been into like BDSM forever. I have, I like, don't know how I found it, but I've been into it for literally ever, literally as long as I can breathe. (laughs) You just, it's like one of those things that you just know about yourself. You know what you like, you know, what kind of like gets you going and everything. And even before you can put a name on it, it's even like in a movie, like when the bad guy has the good girl all tied up and everything, it's like, Ooh, I'm fucking into that. Like, whatever. Okay. Like, I know that definitely was like something for me when I was younger. <laughs> like anytime the bad, like the bad guy in any movie, <clears throat> excuse me, is hot to me. Like, I don't give a fuck. I will always think the bad guy is sexy. I don't care. And like, definitely before I could define my sexuality in that way that there was always like a little part and I seen the look on your face like it yes I like that <laughs> I like wasn't sure if I was gonna say because I feel like it's weird people think it's really weird but literally even when I was a kid there was something about like the bad guy like capturing yeah. someone I was like I like that I don't know why and as I grew up and I learned I was like nah that's what it is I was like I just I- it's fun. I it's think it's fun. fun. Yeah, it is. And that, it's, it's, it's not, not in a sexual way. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing too, is that like, it is way more than just a sexual experience. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's about, you know, putting yourself in a situation where you can feel exhilarated and good and then have that period of aftercare after, and, you know, like there's so many mm-hmm. different steps and so many different ways it manifests and everything that just like, it's just about, it's a lot more like, it's about the sex, but it's also like the sexual experience, but it's also about like the emotional experience as well. Yes. Should I just talk about BDSM now? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> well, yeah. Cause I feel like we're I, already I, talking talk about like the history, the difference between fetishes and everything. Um, and now we're kind of just going to talk about them in general, how we deal yeah. with them. And that's kind of the biggest one. So let's get yeah. into it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said earlier, like when I think of kink, I think of BDSM and I think most people do. <laughs> um, so what it stands for basically is each like pair of letters has a different meaning. So the BD is bondage discipline. The DS is dominant and submissive. The SM is sadism and masochism. Um, So basically what all those mean, bondage discipline is kind of like, I think when I think of that, I think of like using sensory stuff too. Like it's not always about getting tied up. Like there's blindfolds, you can use gags, you can even use like headphones or just like not listen to your partner and close your eyes, whatever. Um, there, so there's a lot of different things under that. Um, dominant, submissive. You can like, if someone's more dominant, you can give each other like tasks to do, um, different rules, whoever. I'm just trying to be very broad in this and not get too detailed. <laughs> and then sadomasochism is basically like pain and inflicting pain. Sadism is someone that likes to inflict pain. Masochist is someone that likes to take pain. I'm a masochist. I'll just say right now, (laughs) a bitch loves to be hit until I got so many bruises on my ass. I'm like, 
bad masochist. Like people probably think it's abusive. It's not. I ask for it. I promise. <laughs> um, there really is something about just like getting, getting smashed. I just like, feel so good. Yeah. You get in like this subspace where I just kind of zone out and I take yeah. it and it just like feels kind of good. <laughs> it's, yeah. No, it's like, it's like being, it's kind of, I wouldn't say it's like being hypnotized, but it's like, you definitely feel different and it's nice. I'm just like chilled out. Yeah. yeah. And then when it's done, me and my partner snug a lot and it's great. <laughs> um, I like to also make a very big point in BDSM, like safe words are so important. I mean, for all kinks and fetishes, anything in the bedroom, you always want like communication and consent. You want to know what each other is going to do and be open about what's about to happen. Like, I'm not going to have a partner that... Like if I say I'm masochist, but then they're not going to tell me like what they're about to do to me. Like, unless I've like told them that in advance, like surprise me, but otherwise I want to know like what's about to happen. Yeah. So communication consent is very important. Um, and I think safe words are important because sometimes you're in a scene, you're just feeling it. If you get hit, maybe you say no or stop just naturally. And sometimes that happens. So that's why I think safe words are super important. So people know when you are actually like, no, cut it out. We're done. Definitely. Yeah. Very popular ones are just yellow and red, like a stoplight. So that's what my partner and I use. I just say yellow if I'm like, hey, ease up or chill out a little bit. Like I'm starting to get a little overwhelmed. And red is like, stop, we're done. Come cuddle me right now. (laughs) That's a good way to do it. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Especially just because it's like, like universal you know Mm -hmm. and sometimes sometimes people just feel weird communicating that too like ah, I'm not comfortable right now like can we stop so sometimes just saying a word is way easier oh yeah definitely that's my very broad BDSM like I said there's so much more I could talk about but that is just like the very arching basics of what it is stuff like that I'm sure we'll do a full episode on like the whole hopefully have someone on and do a whole episode about like the whole thing one day but yeah that's it's like definitely the more I'd say popular not yeah. popular but it's the one people know usually like yeah. people and kind encompasses of- so many different things too like you don't need the bondage to have like the impact play like you can yeah. literally just dip your toes in a little bit of whatever you're comfortable with yeah huge huge world and all all like the little stuff in between I feel like a lot of people kind of think like unfortunately think of 50 shades of gray and it's like oh <laughs> you know, yeah think, like do do your own research outside of that if you want if you think that's like the definition of BDSM there's a lot more to it and a lot more like I think respect in the relationships usually than how it's depicted in the book as well yeah I read the books and yeah because that stuff turns me on those scenes did turn me on but yeah for the most part, like it was not a very good foundational relationship. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you want yeah. to be able to have that communication and consent. Like I said, he surprised her a lot in that yeah. thing for someone that knew nothing and it stressed me out. <laughs> right. Uh, but reading it as uh, Twilight fan fiction, I feel like was probably really fucking sweet for those first like 2000 people that read it as Twilight fan fiction. Cause like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. Like or my even the people that just knew later too, that that's right? where I'm from. Yeah. My, I mean, my first introduction to porn was like reading smut online, like definitely for sure. Like reading, if you are someone who read fan fiction, like, can you please just DM me? Because like, I need someone to talk to about it because no one that I know ever fucking read it. And that was like 
my whole introduction to it. So I like definitely read those two because I was like, hell yeah, like this is based off of like Twilight fan fiction. I'm going to be thinking about Edward Cullen the whole time because like Rob Pattinson, perfect human being. But um, yeah, definitely he, he was kind of like, when you think about him as like a real human being, you're like, this wouldn't be fun. I wouldn't like this. No, he yeah. sounds boring. <laughs> he does sound boring. Yeah. Not my favorite example, but like you said, basically how I feel like how everyone knows. Yeah. BDSM. I don't even know if I watched the newest movies. I watched I the first one. In theater. I have never seen more nipple on screen in my life. I still remember that. Like I've seen more of Dakota Johnson's nipples than my own. I feel like, you know, it also just, I know it's a Twilight fan fiction. Like that's how it stems from, but the whole movie reminded me of that too. I was like, there's no emotion. Everyone yeah. sucks. I was like, I hate this. Just weird, strange movie. And then I want so much more. Like, I just rather watch that porn because it was just a tease. (laughs) Yeah, I'm such like a, I get the whole like slow burn thing, but personally, it's not. I need to see it. I need to see that dick. Yeah, (laughs) like everyone like was like the new season of Bridgerton was so hot because it's like a slow burn. And I was like, they were fucking in the first season and now they're not fucking in the second season. I'm all set. I'm good. (laughs) good. (laughs) I think another big kink that people think about a lot too especially like with OnlyFans getting so popular is like doming slash fin doming like financial domination mm-hmm. um definitely I think I'd like to have like someone who does fin dom on one day as a guest but like successfully. I feel like yeah successfully. <laughs> there, there are a lot of people on Twitter that uh you know it's definitely like a I could not be a financial dominatrix. So anyone that just sets out with the intention to do that, like that's impressive. And that's cool to me because like, I personally just don't have that type of motivation, but it is one that I think a lot of people like think is going to be easy money. Like, you know, like feet, people kind of think feet is going to be easy money. And like, it's not, um, but there are some models who make like fucking ridiculous Mm -hmm. bank doing it. So like, it's definitely something that's out there, but it has to be done like, right. You know what I mean? You can't half-ass find like fin doming. Yeah. I have done a tiny bit of it. Um, because I mean, it's right under BDSM, like it's doming. So I feel like if you don't know anything about BDSM or you don't know the principles of that, then you're not going to be a very good dom. Like financial dominatrixes, most of them, or like the newbies, they think it's just like, shut the fuck up, loser, and tell me, give me your money. That's not how it works. (laughs) There's a lot more to it than that. And like, while like submissive men like it when you're mean to them, they don't like it unless like all, you know what I mean? Like there needs to be more established and in place there. Like, and you need to give aftercare. Like, I feel like that, I think it's just bullying men, but like, it's still BDSM. You still have to go through that whole process of like giving them aftercare too, checking in on them, making sure they're okay. Exactly. Like, it's like any job, you know what I mean? It's like any mm-hmm. job in general, like you need to follow through with certain things and you yeah. need to like do certain things like as, as your job. And like, it kind of just like, just goes to prove even more that like, this is a real fucking job. And like, mm-hmm. this is like, there are certain things on your checklist you need to check off, like in order to make money. And like, if you're not doing those things, you're not going to succeed in fin doming. Yeah. But people think that one's the easy one. Cause you're just quote unquote bullying men and making them give you money. 
the also the most men who are going to waste your time and tell you that they're going to send you money and then won't are the ones that say they're looking for a fin dom so like also that's true. the easiest way to get scammed by time wasters mm-hmm. i did so like i said i had one pay pig <laughs> you want me to call him a pay pig but it's just not my thing like i'm naturally submissive I can be Dom when I want to be because I've been so like into this kink world for so long. So like, yeah. I know what I would like. So I do what I, I would like as a sub, but it's just not for me. I didn't love it. It was okay. There was decent money out of it. I just tease him about giving me more and more of his wallet. <laughs> And then he became my Animal Crossing pay pig and came to my island and gave me all the items I didn't have. <laughs> that is fucking incredible. Um, that was my I'm peak. <laughs> That's incredible. Wow. If you're out there right now, give me all your Animal Crossing. God, God damn. I got to be my Animal, Animal Crossing pay pig, please. <laughs> That's great. You're, I mean, your island is really beautiful. Thank it, you. It's something impressive. I played way too much. Um, we that first month was like probably like obviously COVID was horrible and like I wish it never happened but that first month the Animal Crossing came out and I like I hadn't even started OnlyFans yet so I was literally just like existing and vibing and stoned every minute of every day playing Animal Crossing I am well over a thousand hours at this point <laughs> well over have, like, I, don't, I haven't looked recently but I know I was over a thousand when I looked it's just such a nice like calming wonderful game yes. if you like can't afford therapy and you're struggling mentally honestly get animal crossing yeah it's only like three hundred dollars for a sw- switch light and the game expensive yeah. but it'll last you forever yeah, if you have a switch i guess and you can't yeah. afford therapy get animal crossing just peaceful just fishing yeah walking along my island I'm not a person in the real world with problems and bills. I'm existing on my island hunting for fish. I just pay bills to this raccoon. Yeah. And he just wants it like when you can get it to him. Yeah. Whenever you want. Yeah. (laughs) Great. Oh, I wish. Me too. Oh my God. Okay. Well, now we're going (laughs) to talk about Animal Crossing. (laughs) Right. It's it's because of the journal. Yep. Um, I also kind of put role plays under kink because they're not something that needs to happen every time but a lot of people have a role-playing type fantasy or like to do a specific fantasy I feel like the very popular one right now is step siblings which some people really hate (laughs) I don't mind it I will never do like real family that's where I'm like "Mm -hmm, yeah no I'm good but step bro I'll do some step bro th- video if someone asked. <laughs> I get a lot of mommy videos. So I do make those for people, which like when I first started making them, I was like, oh, I didn't even know this was a thing. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I just wasn't, I, before I started sex work, I honestly wasn't very knowledgeable sexually. And like, I have since then gained a lot of knowledge, but um, I was going to say, wait, you just jump into it. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I just had so much. <laughs> I had this one subscriber that like, I, he's not subscribed to me anymore. And sometimes I'm kind of like, where are you? you. (laughs) I missed you. But he bought a lot of like mommy role play videos and it kind of like got me more well-versed. So like, that's something that I usually, I have like a a bundle that I sell and everything, but it's just like, I always, cause I did have one subscriber very early on that like 
was a little too hardcore about it. So I always have to be like, this is a fantasy. If you say anything that makes me uncomfortable, I'm going to tell you like, these are my boundaries. These are my rules. Like you need to respect them. Um, so yeah, like even in role play, like set those hard rules. Like, yeah, it's a fantasy, but like, if there's something that's making you uncomfortable, there's something that's making you uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And like, that's something I've had to say to people before, but yeah, the family, mm -hmm. any type of family thing is like big right now. Yeah. And then some other really popular ones are like student teacher. When I do them, I always make sure I emphasize I'm in college. Yes. Yeah. I, I, college I professor. professor. Yeah. Um, there's also like boss, employee, like crushes, neighbors, anything like that is pretty popular. Yeah. I think too. I've gotten a lot of cheating ones too, actually, which Ooh. like, I do think like cheating role play can be really hot when it's done. Right. Yeah. Or like homewrecker things. I think I've seen homewrecker things before. Yeah. Yeah. So like, that's, that's definitely a really big one. Um, Ooh, cucking is really, is another big one. Like cucking, pegging. I, I, under fetish. I don't really know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Cause I think that like, I think it can depend. Yeah. On the person. I, I think are those kind of, I feel like those might be kind of tied into just like do domination in general, like more D-O-M-M-E. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. No, but not always. Mm -hmm. Um, because there are just some people that just like to watch more, you know, like yeah. that's a thing. Yeah. I know. Um, I wouldn't consider myself a cuck fully because I don't like it every time, but sometimes if my partner and I bring someone else in, I do like to watch and I get turned on yeah. and I touch myself while watching them. And I'm like, nice. <laughs> it's hard to watch your, your partner perform. Like mm -hmm. it just is honestly. Like uh, I said, not every time though. So I wouldn't say it's a fetish, but I did learn recently that I had this kink. <laughs> That's so nice too. When you find that out about yourself, like try, kind of trying something new and being like, Oh, okay. Like, mm -hmm. nice. you know, like sometimes you do just got to try it. Um, cause you won't know until then. Um, I feel like pregnancy isn't like a huge one, but that's definitely one that like any of our like only fans mutuals or like Twitter mutuals when someone's pregnant, they're kind of like, Oh, this is going to be like a profitable couple months because like the people that really love pregnancy porn, like really love it. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, it's kind of just all too, just about finding like what you're comfortable working with and finding people who like consuming that. Um, don't kind like force it too, yeah. you know, like if it's something that isn't making you comfortable, like just in the lens of like, even with a partner, but in sex work in general, like if someone comes to you with like, it's awesome to experiment and try new things, but like, if you're not comfortable, you're not comfortable too. And like, don't try to just like fulfill a fantasy for someone if it's also making you uncomfortable. Yeah. And I would say also like, don't, especially if you're a sex worker, like don't kink shame these people, like yeah. they're just living their life trying to get off. Like exactly. if they get off what seems like a really strange way and you're not comfortable with it, just tell them that be like, because sometimes they, I've also had DMs where they're like, ah, oh, please don't make fun of me. Like, please don't judge me. So like, I always try to be like, thanks so much for telling me that. Like, I know that probably took a lot, but like, I'm personally not comfortable doing something like that. But like, I hope yeah. you find someone that does. Exactly. Cause like it, it takes a lot to put yourself out there. And if, you know, like you told, like, if I told someone I was into something and they were like, ew, like gross, like that would crush me. And I would never want to tell anyone again. So like, okay, like, last time I open up, <laughs> right. Yeah. Like if you think it's really funny, send it in the group chat, but don't, don't like poke the glass and let that person know. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's into something different too. Like, just cause it's not, I mean, there are some things again, like there are some things that aren't right to be into, but like for the most part, like everyone's into their own thing. And like, if you have an issue with it, like 
it can just exist outside of you, you know? Yeah. For the most part, like as long as you're with another consenting adult and you are both mm-hmm. consenting to doing something that only affects you two or multiple partners, if you're with multiple partners, but as long as it's not harming anyone else or anyone that has not consented to it, then I think it's fine. Exactly. Yeah. Like there's sometimes in sex work, people kind of try to not even sex work, just like in general, like certain things are kind of more taboo and like, they don't necessarily need to be policed. It's just not what you're into. Like Mm -hmm. you were saying. Yeah. Like just as long. Yeah. There are some things that maybe you shouldn't post on Twitter, shit like that. But if you're in the privacy of your own bedroom, no one else needs to know about it. It's between you and your other consenting person. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's all just what, what is good for you. Kind of spinning off of pregnancy. Another big fetish I see is breeding or impregnation. So just like, I'm kind of into that. (laughs) I don't know if I ever actually want to be pregnant. I've got to fill me with your cum. That is, that's a, that's a nice one. I think too, that's just like a biological one where you're like, Ooh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. My body needs this, but no, it just like, yeah, I'm into that. <laughs> one. It's good. We don't need to get into details. <laughs> Group sex, just like in general is kind of one too. Just like, there are some people that just prefer to have like, you know, sex with multiple people all at the same time. Like mm-hmm. that's, kind of a big one um like pee play toilet play that's one that like isn't allowed on OnlyFans, but like is one that you can sell through twitter or through other Mm -hmm. sites stuff and just like stuff that's people that people are into like there's uh websites that specialize in like fetishes that might not be as mainstream like fat life is a big one um so those are like some to keep in mind um yeah so like spinning off of pee there's also poop People like poop stuff too. And if you're not comfortable making that, that's fine. But there is a lot of money there. (laughs) I've never done it, but um, there, and like you were saying, there are, there is a website that's specifically for that type of content because a majority of other websites don't allow that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're comfortable making that type of content, then it's probably a good idea to go on those niche sites. Yeah. And there are some fetish like sex workers who make a ton of money like doing that specifically Mm -hmm. just because like he said like there is a lot of money in that because it's something that isn't you know super common and and, you know pretty taboo yeah pretty taboo and people will pay a lot more money for that and like Mm -hmm. it's not something either of us have done or sure if we'll ever do but like if that's something that you are comfortable doing get that fucking bag like for real honestly if someone offered me a good amount of money I'd probably do it. There are a lot, there, there aren't many things I probably would not do for money. Yeah. Uh, like the right amount. <laughs> there are things I wouldn't do for sure. Like definitely. And I know that, but like yeah. money's money, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and what I've learned from being on many vids too, cause I feel like many vids, the best videos that sell for me are the ones that are more fetish based. Yeah. So I've seen a lot of other ones that have to do with like bodily fluids or things that are just natural to your body. And I listed them out as like crying, spitting, burping, sneezing and snot, queefing, farting. Like, oh, I did. Yeah. Yeah. If your body does some sort of weird noise, there's probably a fetish for it. (laughs) You know, what's another one too, that we didn't talk about. That's like, I think kind of gaining traction is giantess, like giant, big woman, little man stuff. So I have that listed. (laughs) Yeah. So kind of like, 
if you're a little not and not even little big woman little man big person little person like if you're Mm -hmm. like a tiny ant-sized person like being dominated and crushed by someone who's like 20 feet tall like that's one that's like this year especially really been gaining traction and like honestly it'd be kind of fun to step on a man like he's a little ant I'd be into that yeah I've seen people get videos of like little army men and shit yeah little toy men and like play with it and kind of a spin off of giant test is vor like eating people so a lot of people just take their little guy and just put them in their mouth (laughs) yeah like that's great that's awesome I get to just eat a little figurine like yeah yeah so it is is honestly like huh I was just gonna say also in the same realm as like crushing like crushing things so people will step on the little man yeah or (laughs) like kind of under the same umbrella (laughs) yeah it is honestly like really cool that there are so many different things out there. Like, and it must, like, I hope it's comforting for people too. Like, I mean, maybe not necessarily anyone listening right now, but just like in general, like to know that there are so many things out there and maybe that mm-hmm. thing that you are kind of holding inside yourself that you're into and you're scared to explore, like it might not be as weird as you think, you know, like people are into all different kinds of stuff. Like there's definitely stuff that like I'm not going to discuss on this show that I'm into that are kind of weird, you know, like everyone's got something. Yeah. Yeah. I have one. I don't think I would say either, but. (laughs) (laughs) Fine. (laughs) This is a fun episode. Ooh, we're laughing a lot. (laughs) We just wanted to shout out the horny stoner real quick. Um, They're super awesome and you should definitely buy from them. Use our code amateur spice for 10% off. They have awesome sex toys, like smoking products, cute clothes, like the clothes are really, really cute. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely check them out and get something cool and get 10% off on us. <laughs> we just Ooh, had to- they have these adorable oil, whatever they're called, like for dabs, little containers right now. They're hearts. They're so cute. That is cute. I I'm love on their website. Stuff. I'm also obsessed with their cr- silicone croissant pipe. It's so cute. I love that so much. I just want a little croissant to smoke out of. Oh, I'm horny stoner now. Yeah, they're so cute. Mm-hmm. Hornystoner.com. Code amateur spice. We're helping you get 10% off for helping us. Yeah. Help us help you help us. Yeah. Yeah. See? See? And check out our description for links of all the other places you can email us, follow us. I mean, we'll also go over it at the end, but yeah. But yeah, make sure you look. Look at it. Look at it. <laughs> Rest of the episode, here we go. <laughs> um, I'm trying to stop saying um so much. I keep doing that. I've noticed listening to these episodes, like shit, I say all the time. You know what I mean? Me too. I was I just keep about like, to say I something say I say all, all the time. time. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. I know. I don't want to call it out now because then someone will start getting comments. Yeah, you do say that a lot. I'm going to start wearing a shock collar. And every time I say this thing, I'm just going to zapped. That's fine. Yeah, and then you'll like it. But that's the thing is that I'll probably be a little too into it. Because as we said. <laughs> um, My partner's actually made that joke before. And I'm like, I think a shock collar might be a little much. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Have you ever seen those like videos of like 
17 year old dudes standing around in a backyard where they put the dog's shock collar on and like will shock yeah. themselves and start crying and it's like you're doing that to your little seven pound white dog that shits itself like and you can't <laughs> yeah. even take that my god uh, electricity play in general there is a category of it yep. it does freak me out a little bit i did uh hook up with someone once that had one of those like the red zappers Ooh. and i was like sure try it because i've never done it before i was intrigued but i was like i don't know if i like it or not like it doesn't hurt but it freaks me it out for some reason. yeah this one time this isn't sex related it's just fucking stupid and funny this one time I was like hanging out with some people that I'm not friends with anymore but um we were hanging out at a farm and they had that like electrical fence to keep the cows away and we were like I wonder how many of us the current would go through (laughs) so one of us held the fence and all of us held hands and one guy touched the fence and it went through literally all six of us and we all oh my god for no reason other than to see if we could (laughs) I was a I'm like still stupid but I used to be really stupid (laughs) you're incredible you would have made a great lawyer (laughs) I would have made a great lawyer honestly (laughs) the times that I wasn't crying because someone told me I was wrong (laughs) because I do cry a lot me too it's okay we're water signs yeah maybe if, if there's anyone out there listening that has a crying kink hit me up um Ooh, ever, ever since I realized I was a kink I was like I need to record myself crying more I look beautiful like the first 10 minutes after I cry too when everything's like still damp and your nose is red like I, you're just glowing glowing it's fine yeah um another one that I feel like is kind of not like cute but one that I'm definitely in and I feel like we should talk about is just like objectification like doll play in general like a lot of people like like you know no thought bimbo core like that type of thing like being Mm -hmm. dressed and presented as a doll and like being a toy kind of for people Mm -hmm. and just like being objectified like that's kind of hot if you're doing it in like a safe and secure way just because like women and femme presenting people like I think really struggle with just being objectified by people against their will and like to do it in the bedroom in a way that's like safe and comforting is really cool so like that's one that I'm personally really into because it helps me like reclaim that you know and do it in a way that's comfortable yeah I definitely also have that one (laughs) it's I think a lot of people have it honestly it just feels good to be watched and looked at Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like another one kind of is voyeurism or exhibition. I have both. So yeah. voyeurism, I like watching Exhibi- exhibitionist. I like putting on a show. I mean, clearly we have OnlyFans pages. <laughs> Everyone with an OnlyFans is an exhibitionist. Yeah. Yeah. I also have a degradation and humiliation <laughs> kink. I just made a so- TikTok about that. Yeah. <laughs> so honestly, anything that's like kind of quote unquote shameful I'm into (laughs) yeah Yeah. like I'm not into feet but if someone tells me to kiss their feet I'll do it (laughs) yeah like I am definitely like a 60 percent sub 40 percent dom like I am a legit switch but like getting degraded is so hot but also getting praised is so hot on the other hand like I I do love praise degradation slash kink praise at the same time for sure like just to be just to be like told you're like a dirty slut but also be to be told how perfect you are at the same time is Mm -hmm. like a perfect dirty slut yeah exactly (laughs) good combo (laughs) 
that's why these are kinks because some days I like different things exactly. yeah and like it's kind of a little closet you can open it up take one out mm-hmm. put it away like depending on what you're in the mood for that day and like mm-hmm. it's kind of nice to you know take different ones out and experiment with your partner find out what ones you guys like the most if like you guys have ones that you share um yeah take them out where mm-hmm. like rotate them you know Play like if, yeah if you have one that like you like a lot more like definitely do that one more but like it's cool to like see what works best for you on any given day because like you're right there are some days where I'm more in the mood for one thing than another Mm -hmm. I feel like we didn't even talk about feet yet feet is a god (laughs) like everyone has heard of a feet fetish foot fetish and like we've definitely talked about this before too but like a lot of people starting sex work kind of think like oh I can just like sell pictures of my feet and I'm gonna make like four thousand dollars a week like that's not how it works like there definitely is a lot of money uh from certain feet buyers like you can sell them for a a lot but like you're not just gonna like sell one picture of your feet for a whole bunch of money you know what I mean like it's the same as any other sex work you have to put the work yep it's an extremely saturated market i mean sex work as a whole right now is an extremely saturated market because it's so like man mainstream and glamorized now but feet content especially like feet is overflowing with people that think they can just take pictures of their feet and sell it yeah it's not that easy it really isn't like and you put in the work and you're on multiple different websites and you out there hustling then i have no doubt you can do it but it's not a get rich quick thing, but exactly. neither is sex work at all anyway. And there are a lot of, and like, I feel like feet is kind of like, it, it's possible to be someone who only offers foot content, but it's a lot rarer. Like foot content <laughs> is kind of something that most sex workers tie into their page as a whole, just because like one, the fetish is more popular than people think. A lot of people like feet. That's, you know, something that I think people are kind of starting to realize. And two, mm-hmm. like, I think because of that, buyers kind of want to see what other, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I just yeah. think like it's hard. It's harder to be just a specifically a foot page as opposed to being like specifically like a, a fetish page. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. There's but, also other like body part fetishes I've seen. Yeah. And I feel like the most popular ones are things like armpits or belly slash belly button sometimes. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I've seen many other ones. I know there's definitely a hand kink. Some people love the look of like hands and arms. I have a hand kink, like for sure. Like I actually do. Like there's something about like either a woman's like very, or like a femme presenting person's very beautiful, delicate, like, but like bit longer, I don't know, like lawn nails and everything, or like a guy's very strong ass looking like hairy hand. Like there, I do have a hand kink. There's something about <laughs> so I get, so I can like understand by proxy. I can understand. I mean, I can yeah. understand any kink, but like feet kind of makes sense to me a little more. Yeah. Yeah. There's just certain things you like. I yeah. have gross feet. Like I waited tables for seven years. So I have like bunions and shit. Um, so yeah, I don't sell I, as much foot content as I'd like to, but like, I definitely do like people asking for it. I just feel like I have ugly feet. So I don't really offer it too much. Yeah. I really hate my feet. Also, I feel like they're so fucking dry. I like use that scraper thing and kill the dry skin off them. And I'm like, I did record it once for a video on many vids. It hasn't done as well as I was hoping, but it sold a few times. Yeah. So People do like that, I guess. 
everyone's got something. That's the thing. Yeah. That's like the biggest lesson sex work has taught me too, is like everyone is into something very, like not very different, but like everyone's got something, you know, mm-hmm. and you can cater to them in each specific way. And like, that kind of makes it fun too, I guess though, is like, there's variation in our lives with our customers. Um, well, yeah. you know, we don't always have to do the same thing every day. So like, it definitely is nice when someone new subscribes to your page and they're kind of into something a little different, you know, it kind of can, you can spice it up a little bit. One video that I still really want to make, I haven't done it yet, is an ignoring video. Like, I just want to make a video, like playing my switch and ignoring the camera. Like a lot of people have that kink and I'm like, I could film that, That but I never do. (laughs) That sounds very fun. I like that. My, I really, I don't know how I would do this necessarily because like, I think I need to shoot with someone who is comfortable with having their face on screen, but like sitting on someone's face or doing something like that and then doing something like completely unrelated and not paying attention to them at all. Like that's kind of, I think that kind of goes back to like just all the other stuff we've been talking about in general, but yeah. like, that's kind of like an, you know, just ignoring completely. Like we got mm-hmm. ideas. Yeah. Yeah. I've done something similar, kind of similar it also, I feel like goes along with objectification, but I feel like a lot of people have a human furniture kink. Yeah. I've done that. I've just bent over next to the table and my partner put his beer on me and then he fucked me. And I was like, I'm the cutest little table. <laughs> Being a table is fun. Yeah. Cause that you can just like be all comfy, you know, you can just chill. That, was like that, that fucking study I was talking about last week or whatever week we did. Seth human footstool. Yeah. He, he funded their whole thing so he could be a human footstool. Like I, that's cool. That's how, you know, you've made it honestly. Mm-hmm. Like that's great. Smoking. I feel like that's, that's one that people are into, whether it's cigarettes, like getting a cigarette put out on you at the same time, or just like watching someone smoke wheat, like out of a bond or from a pipe or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I've, I have sold a few customs where like someone just wants to watch me like play with my boobs and smoke my bond. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so that's definitely one. I made so many of those videos and then I got flagged by OnlyFans because of the bong. You got to smoke a day. I know. That's what I've learned. I have to do that or I just put like the bong videos. When I had a Snapchat, I would put those on Snapchat. Yeah. And right now I'm working on putting on like all the Snapchat clips together and selling out many bids. Nice. I got to start using my Snapchat again because I still have it. And I like, I know people make really good money on it, but it just like, it's just another thing, you know, sex. I think it's the thought of, a lot. Yeah. I think it's also the thought of needing to be present every day. Like at least only fans, you can queue like a few days at a time sometimes and like not have to look at it as much, but Snapchat, I feel like I would need to be present like all day long, all day long. And I haven't used it like in my social life in probably five or six years. So I just like forget, you know, I used it a lot until I started sex work. Cause yeah. I got annoyed switching between accounts but then I just stopped using them both. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't even think anyone I know, like in my person, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's one that's kind of started to die out other than for people looking at porn exclusively. I, I also like, like Snapchat is- friends that Snapchat me every day still. So I go on once a week and I Snapchat them back and that's I'm it. Alive. <laughs> I Basically. feel like Snapchat is where I find most of my soul and content too, though, which is incredibly annoying. Snapchat or pretty much Snapchat actually is it. Because it's, but 
Um, if you are a sex worker who struggles with finding stolen content on Snapchat and like not knowing how to get the account deleted, contact Snapchat directly and say exactly this. Say, I'm an adult content creator. This account is stealing adult videos of me and posting them publicly on a forum where people who are minors might be able to watch it. And this is on you. I will be contacting you further. Like if this isn't followed up and they will immediately delete the account. The minute you're like, my news are being viewed publicly by potential minors. They'll delete it immediately. I've gotten like 10 Snapchat accounts deleted that way. Good job. Yeah. Right. No. Yeah. So just, just so you know, if you, if you need any more tips and tricks about getting stolen content deleted, hit me up. Happens to me a lot. <laughs> RIP. It's okay. Um, oh, as- asphyxiation. Ooh. That's one yeah. that like can be either you do by yourself or with a partner, like autoerotic association is when you like choke yourself while you're masturbating. And then you can also just like have your partner use like a safe other object. Like that's one that's kind of risky. Like you need to be really safe and you need to do your research with it for the most part. Like, I mean, I like being choked during sex. Everyone likes being choked during sex. Like that's fine. Just make sure you're squeezing the right places. Don't just press, make sure you're squeezing. I was Um, just about to say like the feeling you want is loss of blood flow to the brain not loss of breath so like you want to squeeze the sides of the neck you don't want to like push down the windpipe yeah because (laughs) yeah like do your research also have you ever seen that movie um this is kind of a bummer it's a movie that robin williams did right before he died with the kid from spy kids like junie and it's about who is now megan trainer's husband it's about how he's the dad and junie's the son I don't remember what it's called, but Junie, he discovers that he like is into autoerotic asphyxiation and he walks in on him dead because of it. And it's about like, oh my God. The, I don't think I've seen, you know, that it's so depressing, but like you, in the beginning, you think it's going to be a comedy because it's like Robin Williams and the guy from fucking spy kids. And it's like a dark comedy, but it's like a lot, you know, Whoa. but yeah, it's like Robin Williams fully walks into the room and he's like, jerking off and has like a belt around his neck like you know hardcore but it's a good example of how you have to do your research about that or else you're gonna fucking die because you could could, you know it's like a dangerous thing I know I think I said this during the BDSM like kind of overarching to do your research but yes anything like choking and especially impact play too like you want to make sure you're not hitting spots that are dangerous. Exactly. Like yeah. You don't just want to go wild and start hitting people all over the place. Like yeah. look up what spots are like safe to hit. And a lot of, I've seen charts online too of like what hurts more. So like, if you want to be a little gentler, then you hit this spot. If you want it to hurt more, this part, spot will sting things like that. Yeah. Research. <laughs> and there's probably links that we can post on like our Instagram store. You know what I mean? Like there's, mm-hmm. there's like those, re- if you know, you're looking for those resources and you can't find them, just let us know and we'll make them make an Instagram highlight. <laughs> That's a great idea. That's exactly what we'll do. Yeah. This time next <laughs> week, it will exist. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Uh, when's International Fetish Day? It is uh, in the United Kingdom on the 21st of January. Ooh, so, I didn't even know it was a fetish day. Oh, the 2020, it changes every year though. It's only a UK holiday. Uh, the 2023 date is the next one coming up and it's on January 20th again. Uh, so mark your calendars, International Fetish Day. You have to do something kinky that day. Right. <laughs> I'll uh, another. 
I've never, huh? worn, I really want latex. I've never worn like real latex. And I know it's like a whole complicated ass thing to put on and whatever, but like someone should buy me latex sometime. I'm just saying. That. Yeah. I'll say latex is a huge fetish. I do kind of want it, but at the same time, I'm a little chubby. <laughs> I, I hate squeezing myself into things sometimes. So like, it's just the feeling of being tight, like, and contained like that all day. You yeah. know what I mean? Cause it doesn't stretch or anything. It just like is there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd have to maybe like latex shoes or something. You got to start small and like, into, yeah. you know what I mean? Some latex tights maybe. Yeah. Wouldn't want the whole hood first off. <laughs> yeah. I have a hood. I don't think it's like, la- it's leather though. It's not latex. Yeah. Those honestly, like full disclosure, those freak me the fuck out. Like those, if they look a specific way, like a gimp mask, I just like, it does look a little scary freaky. movie. Like amazing. it also makes me sweaty as hell. So I rarely used it. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I, I think in certain situations I could think it's, it's sexy. Like, because I love like horror, horror movie porn. Like, I think that that's a really hot type of thing, but like also <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, wow, this looks horrifying, mommy. (laughs) I think I only have two others. I have food. A lot of people have different food fetishes, whether it be like eating different foods. Like I feel like a lot of plus size people have people that contact them about feedy porn. So just like eating. (laughs) What are those? What there's a specific name for those type of videos. Mm. Mukbang. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, there's plenty of videos of just people eating. Um, feedy porn is supposed to be more of a focus of like, oh, I'm getting so much bigger, like stuff like that while you're eating. Um, I feel like there's also like a subcategory of people that like playing with food and like yeah. just the act of being messy and covered in food, like chocolate sauce, whipped cream, whatever, just being covered in stuff. Yeah. I saw a picture on Twitter last week of a girl like covered in spaghetti with spaghetti all around her. And I was like, I don't know what she just did, but I want to do that. (laughs) I don't know if I, I'm like big about texture. Like texture really is something that I'm like, if it doesn't feel a certain way, I can't do it. And I, I don't know. I don't know if I would like that. It'd have to be like, I don't know if it'd be better if it was hot or cold. I don't think I'd want to be too cold. Yeah. It would just be like spaghetti. Yeah. (laughs) Being in a big tub full of milk and cereal sounds fun to me, you know, but like, I'd have to, I'd have to have, I'd be scared about like getting a yeast infection or something. Oh, I did a collab a few weeks ago and we had an amazing bathtub and the person we were with really wanted to do a milk bath. And all she did was like half of whatever was left of milk in the fridge and the rest was water and it still looked great. So I was like, I sadly did not do it. I was too busy doing other things, but one day I do want to do a milk bath fix. Yeah. The plug, I need to like, wait until I go out of town somewhere with the tub or like a hotel. Cause the plug in my apartment doesn't work. So I just like, can't even take a bath in general. It's yeah. so tragic. Um, but yeah, but that makes it like extra special when I do do it though. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love a good bath though. Mm-hmm. one time I stayed in a hotel that had a jacuzzi like not even in the bathroom but like in the living room and it was the best the best absolutely I best. stayed in a hotel like that it was like the re- one room and then the second room was just a couch a tv and a hot tub and I was like That's so sick best I need more of those because like regular bathtubs I'm a little chubby and I feel claustrophobic in regular bathtubs so give me a whole ass jacuzzi let me go like 
yeah I mean, you get the bubbles you get like four built-in vibrators it's great exactly uh, don't have exactly. penetrative anything in a hot tub though I did <laughs> yeah don't do it don't, don't do, it. do it we all have once your pee it hurts to pee for like a week after don't do it same with the pool I've done yeah. it it hurts don't do it don't do it wait until you're out and toweled off a little bit but yeah. like over the pants fun or pp fun is fine <laughs> it's fine what did you say a few weeks ago do as we say not as we do Do as we say not as we do like my whole thing though is when I feel like I've done something kind of like where I get myself into a pickle I'm like someone has been in a worse pickle than me and been fine so if I don't come out of this fine I'm a bitch and I so you know I just have to like it's spite it keeps or like not wanting to look stupid that keeps me going (laughs) oh my god it's fine the very last thing I had that we didn't talk about yet was wedgies. I like didn't think it was a big thing, but I've recently found one or two creators on many vids that do like almost all wedgie content. And I'm like, really? there is a niche for that. Apparently. Hmm. I feel like that's a big one for like collabs. Like if two like creators are doing it, they'll do like wedgie videos mm-hmm. or something like that's kind of, that's smart. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, I guess like I can understand that. Like, I, and I've had people like ask me for wedgie videos and stuff before, but I didn't necessarily think it was like a huge thing. Yeah. Apparently it is. I know. I feel like I learn about different fetishes every day being in sex work. I guess like ass play is really big right now too. Just like in general. And like, ha- ha- like that's a part of it. Yeah. Also oh, and like true. oil, oil play, just like mm-hmm. getting covered in oil. Oil's fun, but it's so fucking messy. I did my first ever oil vid at that collab a few weeks ago and I I hate it I'm sorry I know my titties look so good and I love how it looks but and then I when I shower it doesn't come off because it's oil and water and I'm like it it (laughs) feels so gross it's like the after part that's a huge bummer you have to like really soap up and everything and like just any it sucks because I did look good in those videos right it looks so good but I hate it any like type of video where I have to cover myself in anything, I like immediately charge up just because like, or I should, like we were saying, like you should charge mm-hmm. a cleanup fee because it's a fucking lot. Like I, it was a really fun video, but I made, I have told you this off air. I made like a video for someone for their birthday where I covered my body in frosting and like, it was That's fun. So like, you know, it looked good. I'm, I was happy with the results, but like cleaning pasty sugar off your body which is essentially what frosting is is like way fucking harder than anyone tells you and it just gets everywhere did you take a shower or did you like try to wipe it all off first I just got right in the shower but it just like my my body was so covered that like globs of frosting were just sitting (laughs) in the bottom of my shower so I had to like clean my shower after and it just like oh my god I sent it to him and he was like oh I didn't really think about it but like this was probably really messy I'm sorry ha 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 and I was like yeah it fucking was yeah it was (laughs) so if you want to give me a little extra tip as a treat thanks yeah exactly so now mental notes charge more for the cleanup fee I did it on like a huge party um tablecloth because I was like I'm not I know that like because I had a white carpet in that apartment and like that apartment sucked but I didn't want to like fuck carpet up any more than it was you know so and it was blue and purple frosting so dangerous dangerous yeah, wow. I know we have a tarp in the garage if I really need to do anything. I haven't broken it out for anything yet, but <laughs> it's good to have just in case. Yeah. yeah. And I've heard, I know we kind of talked about like 
pee and poop content earlier, but I've heard actually puppy pads are really good to do that type of content on because it's easy cleanup. And I was like, that is genius. Sex workers are the smartest people on earth. Truly. Seriously. (laughs) Like they really are. We should be running like the government. I mean, I don't think any of us have any desire to do that. It's not really, but like, shit, we but we'd solved. be great at it. Yeah, shit, we could solve. We'd be like passing laws and retweet groups, right? <laughs> That's the true utopia. It's gone. I don't think I had anything else like fetish wise or kink wise to talk about today. I think the big thing was kind of just like, you know, it's all about Here's what you're comfortable with. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Here's some of the big ones. If you ever want to dip your toes into anything. Yeah. At the end but, of the day, communicate with people. Yeah. Safe <laughs> words, all that. Yeah. You know, this was a fun episode. This will, I hope that people giggle while they listen a little bit. I hope so. Yeah. And like I said, if you are a model that specializes in any of these or anything we didn't talk about, contact us. Please. Please. <laughs> we want you on our show. Please. Tell us all about what you do. Yeah, that would be really awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. Where can we find you, Nixie? I got fancy ass new domains this week. Tell us about so it. So you can find me at nixynight.com for literally just my link tree. So anything, you can find all my socials there, everything else there. Or naughtynixie.com is my OnlyFans. That's sweet. So like- I recommend it. I literally only paid like 15 bucks for a year of both of them. What's the site called? I went on GoDaddy. Okay, perfect. (laughs) Beautiful. All right. Uh, So nixynight.com and Mm naughtynixie.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at messyxbangs, M-E-S-S-Y-X-B-A-N-G-S. Um, you can find me on TikTok at sexyshouter69. And my OnlyFans is onlyfans.com slash moonbabyx44. Uh, thank you guys so much for all the support. Yes. It means so much to us. We love you so much. Um, please, if you like us, please rate us. Yeah, we anyone who's reading and like all that, it's it's really meant a lot. If you feel like writing even like a five-word review, please do that. We'll shout you out on the podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. If you're a subscriber, I'll give you a free month to my OnlyFans if you do it. So uh, keep that in Same mind. Here. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. Um, what was I? If you, so if you write a review, you can get a free month to both of us. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. hey, you know, just send us proof that it was you and we'll send the free drink trial link yeah. your way. Yeah. We have a form you can fill out if you want to be a guest on our show. It's in the description. You know, to get us to grow more, more people got to listen to us. So if you know people in your life that you think would think we're funny or interesting, or you just want to tell them to listen to us anyway, without them knowing what they're getting into, just tell them to listen to us, share us in your stories, tag us, we'll share everything too. Yeah. It means a lot. Like that's, you know, how big things like this get started. And we really yes. want this to like be a big, a big baby of ours one day. It's already big, yes. baby, but an even remember big the big baby, big baby <laughs> episode one. So Keep that in mind, everyone. Uh, we love you guys. Thank you. Yes, love you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>